Atlanta Toyota presents WSB In-Depth. Ooh, that is not what we wanted at all. Let's try this one. There we go. There we go. Wrong button, man. That was quite a welcome for you, wasn't it, this morning? Scott yeah. Slate's Georgia is every Thursday at this time. Wake up! Hey, cue the band. Yes, that's right. Very sorry. Please carry on. It's the morning after the big vote in the House, and you got some perspective from uh, a Georgia congressman. This thing did not go exactly down party lines anywhere, including here in Georgia. No, it, it didn't. And as you've been reporting this morning, four members of the Georgia House delegation voted no on the debt limit bill. One Democrat, three Republicans voting no. Williams, Clyde, Collins, and 6th District Congressman Rich McCormick. In the end, the vote wasn't close. The Fiscal Accountability Act passed by a wide margin. But I wanted to get on the phone with Dr. McCormick to get his thoughts on the way he voted. So I voted no. Uh, The one hanging point I have is the RAINS Act. I think we've been kicking this way too long that we've given the executive privilege or actually the fact that people can vote money downstream by executive order really disturbs me. Uh, the fact is that a president can forgive a trillion dollars worth of student debt, for example, and uh, with no accountability, we, that can be waived anytime we stand up against it. It can be waived, and, and uh, we don't have any way to control that. So any savings we have uh, can be basically overridden by executive order. That's not the way it's supposed to work. And I think if we're going to have a serious talk about saving money, it's got to start there for me. That was a hard line, which I drew in the sand. And uh, I think also the fact that we're only addressing – 11% of the budget. In other words, uh, when we talk about all the money that, that we spend in government, uh, we, we, we took all the non-discretionary off, all the automatic payments off. Uh, we took the military off. We took the Veterans Administration. We, have, we were left over with it. 11% of the budget is what we were discussing. Mm-hmm. And when you're saving off of a small portion of 11%, it's not a real conversation. And quite frankly, I, I've suggested to leadership we need to have a committee on just health care alone. Uh, we have a lot of problems right now we're not addressing because we're scared uh, of taking on the big dogs. And, and I, that's why I'm fundamentally against this, although I do want to give credit to the leadership team, to uh, Garrett Graves, uh, to Patrick McHenry, uh, to the speaker, for doing what they thought they could do, uh, for getting something passed that otherwise would have been a worse bill coming from the Senate side, um, getting something they thought otherwise would be uh, just a worse uh, outcome. So I get the effort. We, we talked about it in conference very openly. I thought it was an honest discussion. Everybody uh, got to be heard out. And I think that's the magic of our conference right now is everybody gets input. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaker McCarthy called it an historic night. And if the uh, Senate goes along, it, it will be the biggest, I think he called it the biggest savings cut and the biggest rescissions uh, in, in, in U.S. history. Are, are, are you relieved at least that we back away from a default? Yeah, I mean, nobody wants a default, uh, but let's face it. If we want to talk historical context, we've actually defaulted four times. Uh, there's, there's a little misinformation about this from Yellen when she was saying, oh, we never defaulted. That's not true. We defaulted during the Civil War. We defaulted in 1933 with the gold standard. We defaulted on the silver coin back in uh, 1968. And then 1971, we basically went to a fiat currency. So to say we've never defaulted is, is really a, a dishonest uh, discussion to begin with. Uh, so to now take a small victory lap is, is a step in the right uh, dis, uh, direction. But let's face it, there's only so much you can do with a small uh, majority in just the House without the Senate, without the White House. The question is, when we get it back, and I hope we will in less than two years, are we going to do the right thing and actually tackle this, or are we going to just stop talking about it again? Because that's what we've done for over 10 years. 
The 6th District Georgia Congressman Rich McCormick tells me he's particularly concerned about the spiraling cost of health care, calling it the number one pressure point on American inflation. He's going to make that an ongoing focus. And one side note here, Chris, our pal Jamie Dupree notes the U.S. Senate could act to the Fiscal Accountability Act by the end of the week. Leader Chuck Schumer did a little sleight of hand, legislative sleight of hand last night by adjourning the Senate for one minute to get the debt limit bill on the Senate calendar immediately parliamentary tricks afoot there. Scott, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next Thursday, and sorry to frighten you with the scary music there. My bad. No, I love it. You kidding? (laughs) Woke me up. Thanks. My bad. We'll talk to you next week.